0: In this digital first world, the old ways of recruiting are becoming obsolete, or are they? The talent demands on every business has put TA squarely in the hot seat. Welcome to Talent Acquisition in the Trenches, a real dialogue podcast with talent acquisition pros closest to the front line. We want to talk to our peers who are actually doing the heavy lifting day in and day out. You're going to learn what their biggest challenges are and how they're being solved. I'm your host, Matt Reimer, and I'm here to talk about TA. I've been in TA for over 20 years, and what I know is that I don't know. I'm here to listen and learn just like you. No scripts, just real dialogue. Talent Acquisition in the Trenches is powered by NACR, the preeminent association for healthcare recruitment professionals focused on education, networking, and providing resources to enable our members to become strategic business partners in the ever-changing healthcare environment. My friends call me Reimer, so friends, let's create some new riffs with Reimer. Thanks for trenching in. Angela Ramos is a branding and engagement specialist for Harris Health System. Harris Health System is a fully integrated health system in Harris County, Texas, with a wide range of services, including community health centers, same-day clinics, and multi-specialty clinic locations, which we'll learn much more about here in, in a few minutes. Angela and I had the pleasure to meet at the Knacker Conference uh, here in earlier 2022, and I'm excited to have her on the show here today. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank
1: you, Matt. Thank you. Good morning.
0: So Harris Health System is in Texas, right? Let's let's talk. Let's maybe start there and maybe learn a little bit more about the org and the TA team that uh, you're a part of uh, for, for Harris uh, Health System.
1: Yeah. So um, Harris Health System is located in Houston, Texas. We are one of the largest um, healthcare public, public healthcare systems um, within the Texas Medical Center District. Um, we serve um, the underserved and the underpopulated. So if you don't have insurance, you don't have resources or just anywhere to go, we are the safety net hospital system um, for the county. And um, currently now we probably have about nine to 10,000 employees. Mm. Um, and so talent acquisition alone is probably less than 75, 65, um, team members. So we are supporting, um, that large of an employee base.
0: Wow. How, how many open requisitions does the team have, you know, here in, in December of 2022?
1: Um, anywhere between eight to nine hundred.
0: Oh right wow. Now. okay, so yeah. decent size. And then you know, those those types of positions, I'm assuming, just kind of range the the clinical specialties and and kind of uh, um, kind of traditional type positions that you'd find in in a healthcare organization.
1: Yes. So outside of our original, um, typical medical center, um, positions that you would typically see, we, um, just acquired correctional health, which is also known as jail health for some, um, some resources. And so, um, you know, anybody who's getting any kind of medical care within, um, the jail health, they are coming now on board with our, um, nurses and our physicians.
0: Oh great! And you've been in uh, you've been in talent acquisition HR for you know at least the last uh, you know ten years, ten you know, maybe twelve years if I'm checking out your LinkedIn correctly. And how long how long have you been ha- at Harris? I've so? been at
1: Harris Health System almost seven years. Yes.
0: Okay, and always kind of in this capacity of brand branding and engagement, or did you start there a little bit differently?
1: So I started off with Harris Health System um, doing sourcing and recruiting, Mm. and I found the opportunity for recruitment marketing. We had just our recruitment team and we had a good marketing team, but there was that gap that needed to be filled. Mm -hmm. And so um, along the way of doing sourcing and recruiting, I was looking for more opportunity and resources to help market and just put ourselves out there more, you know, just really be able to attract and engage um, the talent out there.
0: So talk talk us through like a, a day in the life right now. You know, so we're actually coming off of the uh, TA Leap Conference, which I had a, you know, the uh, the great uh, opportunity to present at and, and and chat with some folks there. And it seems like certainly right now, you know, sourcing, marketing, and branding is a, is a really hot topic. And and you know, for TA practitioners, uh, you know, across the land, something that is present. It sounds like there's you know certainly folks that are. Um, at different stages of, you know, their journey uh, as it relates to, you know, kind of developing a a function inside of their organization. But talk to me a little bit about, you know, what what it's like uh, in in your shoes, you know, day in and day out, what types of things you're working on? And, you know, what what are you doing to kind of really set, uh, you know, Harris Health System apart from maybe the competition there, uh, you know, in, in your market?
1: Yeah so we um we we typically have within our talent acquisition umbrella um we have our talent acquisition partners which are recruiters then we mm-hmm. have our talent acquisition coordinators and then um you have like a small pool of like what we call our an attraction and engagement team. And so okay. that's the team that I'm a part of.
0: Gotcha. And
1: um, we have our program team, which they focus on the residencies and they focus on um, the graduate nurses. And then you have me who focuses on recruitment marketing. And so typically um, I'm kind of, I will say I, I touch a lot of places, mm-hmm. but um, I, I'm very much valuable in a sense to where if you do have a recruitment marketing team, or you have a recruitment marketing person, this uh, role can potentially expand. And so my primary focuses are um, social media engagement, driving a lot of that content and, um, you know, culture, mm-hmm. cultural awareness out there um, on social media, and then um, driving our career site. What can we do better to attract, um, you know, some some candidates on, on our career site? Not only that, but just to keep things up to date. Um, You know, talking about our events and things that we have going on and then, you know, at the same time um, researching what's out there, what are Mm -hmm. our competitors doing. Um, you know, we, and, and we, I say competitors lightly because I look at them and call them our friends mm-hmm. because some of our best doctors and nurses come from there and we send some of our best doctors and nurses there. So in a way, you know, we're all one big family, but if we're going to look at it in a sense of what are they doing? And what are we not doing? Um, that's typically what I'll do on, on the outskirts. Gotcha. Um, and I think it really matters, um, as far as the marketing aspect goes, because you know, we're not old school recruiting anymore. We're not just putting jobs out there and hoping people will come apply. We have to set ourselves apart from others. And, you know, we really have to um, be creative. Mm-hmm. You know, we are living in a virtual world now. So we have to, you know, think outside the box a little bit more than we probably would five years ago recruiting.
0: I'm just um, a lot of different directions here. I'm curious how how you decided um, you know, to, to transition from recruitment into, you know, kind of this branding and marketing, you know, po- you know, uh, uh, role, you know, did, did you have creativity in your background? I mean, you know, I mean, just talk to us a little bit about how you decided to go directionally there. And then I, I'd like to unpack, you know, kind of a, a few things, uh, you know, within your day to day here, uh, after we, after we go there.
1: Yeah. So. When I, when I was in a sourcing recruiting position, um, I noticed that we, you know, we had our programs, we had open positions, you know, back then we were doing a lot of onsite interviews, mm-hmm. but we weren't really necessarily marketing them the way that we should. We were kind of putting them out there, maybe on LinkedIn, um, you know, I think even Monster and CareerBuilder had an opportunity to kind of like in-mail and send resumes, but mm-hmm. it was again, still very old school and just not enough. Um, And so we have a great marketing team. And of course I was on the recruitment team, but just filling in that gap was, was a challenge. And so, you know, me having that recruitment background, but then really pushing for marketing and researching and working with our marketing team, you know, I, I discovered, you know, just many outlets and many opportunities for us to really improve. Mm -hmm. And it started with our career site. We had a very, very basic uh, career site and it just wasn't fun. It was, A lot of toggling around, you can really lose people, and so just little things like that. I started kind of making a checklist. We should do this. We should Mm -hmm. do that. Um, How about we, you know, check out this social media platform? I think it's going to be great to target the next generation. Um, Just really being consistent about research and just putting it out there. um, The strategies and the and the the visions that I was having, and so of course, with that being said, having a good support team, having good management, um, really getting that buy in, that really helped, but. Again, you know, that gap, that it was really hard to fill or not really necessarily hard, but just it was a challenge to really kind of close it in um, our marketing team. They were great about putting information out there, patient safety information, quality, all of that great stuff. But mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily culture related. It wasn't necessarily talent related. And so really having to collaborate with them and work with them um, really kind of helpful in that role. And again, having the support with management just helped build this into um, what it is today.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny how things have evolved, you know, pretty pretty dramatically. And you know, you put yourself in the hiring manager's, you know, shoes. Um, it, you know, they're on social media. And so when we say social media, you know, we're saying a wide range of platforms, right? You know, LinkedIn, you know, Facebook, you know, even TikTok, which, which I, I definitely want to talk to you about, kind of your use of video and your point of view around that. But, you know, I think more and more they're expecting to see, you know, uh, our EVPs, so our employee value proposition, they're expecting to see our branding and, and even their jobs at some level uh, on these platforms, uh, especially if they're hard to fill and they're not getting the flow, you know, that, that, that you're looking for. So how, how do you all balance, um, you know, the, the demand of having so many jobs posted, you know, where to focus and then, you know, what, what, what kind of, um, structurally is your content strategy as you go to market? Like, are you bringing, you know, managers to life, employees to life, or can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So. With our organization being, you know, very transparent, very authentic, um, you're going to see things within our walls that you typically wouldn't see in, in another hospital. And so, you know, really touching on that, but being very sensitive to the topics, um, that's mostly our, our, our vision when we are telling stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we, again, you know, just showing the the internal mobility um, that really matters. You, you know, you can have one person be a food and nutritious cashier, mm-hmm. um, one year, and then working with us, going to school, they could end up being a medical assistant or a licensed vocational nurse within two, three years. And so telling that story and really showing, um, you know, how you can grow within the organization that matters. Um, and then, you know, other, other stories kind of tell themselves, mm-hmm. you know, what, We'll go around and ask stories. We do internal um, campaigns. Hey, tell us about your experience here. Tell us why you love to work for Harris Health. And it sounds very basic, but these stories that come in are just amazing and and you gotta put them out there. They're mm-hmm. just one, like, some of them are one of a kind that you just may not hear. Yeah. Um, and so we try to capture that. We'll put them on video. If not, we'll turn it around into like a small testimonial and just put mm-hmm. it out there, um, both external and internal so that we're engaging everybody. Mm. That's, so, that's just one
0: small example. Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, it, the you know the day to day grind. Then within your role, are you spending more time on you know, uh, em- employer branding, right? So kind of bringing Harris you know to life. Or are you spending more time on maybe recruitment marketing, like, hey, making sure that, you know, the, the job distribution thing is working and the career sites run in the way that it needs to run? Or, or is it a balance for you in your role?
1: It's a good balance. Um, I will say recruitment marketing, depending on the time of the month or the Mm -hmm. season, like right now, holiday times, we'll say recruitment marketing is kind of slow because we know people are not going to be available. So this is an opportunity for me to really get um, into the branding side more Mm -hmm. and do some more research um, you know, really put ourselves on some platforms or sponsoring, um, some ads for us that maybe we're not typically doing throughout the year, mm-hmm. but this is a perfect time because it is holiday season. And maybe people are going to be on some of these platforms more than they typically would. So, um, having to do that and then, um, you know, closing the gap on the year too, like having general, you know, marketing um, ads out there that kind of touch both. They're still attracting people to come apply for us, come check us out, but then also just putting the awareness of who we are out there. Um, and that's the, the, the good part about the season and about this role as well, is that you can kind of pick and choose when are the right times to mm-hmm. do that, just mm-hmm. depending on where the needs are, really.
0: Gotcha. So you had said, um, and I'm going to, um, you know, kind of loop back to something that you were talking about earlier. These these correctional roles that that you have responsibility for. What type of roles are those again? Like, what 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 are the actual roles? What do they do?
1: So we have nurses, physicians. Hmm. We have medical assistants. We have. Almost any typical position you would have in a medical um, mm-hmm. facility, we are hiring within correctional health. Mm-hmm. Um, we are changing the way that we are caring for you know these inmates, mm-hmm. um, and you know again aligning the vision within the, the care itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then marketing it out there. It's a challenge, you know, yeah. you have to be sensitive to times, you have to be sensitive to, you know, um, what we're doing. And these are human beings, these are people. And so we want to be able to tell a story in a way that, you know, it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's aligned with our
0: vision. So would you suggest that those are some of the harder to fill roles that your team has the, those specific roles?
1: Currently right now, yes. Yeah. Just because of the the way we're trying to market it into mm-hmm. something that you may you may have been a nurse for ten years and you may have not even thought about being a correctional yeah. health nurse, right? And so having to maybe market that or tell you that story or maybe in a sense convince you or just kind of show you that this may be a good opportunity mm-hmm. for you, right? So you know those are the the challenges or some of the the strategies that we have around our marketing and around our messaging when we're putting that out there for correctional health
0: yeah that that's great i was kind of sitting here thinking like wow if i was a recruiter and i had those roles for you and i was working you know with angela to try to break this down and to to get some top of the funnel applicant flow and to kind of get some movement on these types of roles like what you know what would the treatment be like what would be the playbook that we would run against those types of roles and it, it, it sounds to me at least i'm hearing you say you know hey we're, we're really focused on kind of telling the story creating the narrative and making sure people understand in a transparent way you know what it's like to actually be in those roles is, is that accurate
1: yeah absolutely it is and you know and and Sometimes the messaging is a challenge, but then you have um, photos and graphics and Mm. pictures, right? So then it becomes that's the branding side. Mm -hmm. How do we put, you know, pictures out there that are sensitive to the times that are realistic as well? You know, if you go and look at stock images for Jail Health, you're like, whoa, you know, and it's not necessarily something you want to represent your brand. So having to be creative on the photos and the graphics that are attached to that messaging is also another challenge. Mm.
0: Now, do you do all of your own photography?
1: We have, so I've done a few, but we have our own in-house person that does do some of the photography for us. And I think right now um, we're in the strategy and talks of how can we get more correctional health photos. And so right now we're doing like exterior buildings. We're doing like small primary care, hand touching photos, like very, very minimal. But I think that's going to grow the more we kind of better understand correctional health and get involved.
0: Does your in-house team also do the video? And so why I'm asking is just like, Hey, if I'm listening to this and I'm, you know, trying to figure out how to get some of this content, I've got a hard to fill, I need some video, I need some pictures, you know, does all of that happen in-house, uh, you know, for, for you all?
1: Not all of it. Um, we've actually had to use some vendors throughout the past year, um, to kind of meet some of those goals. Mm -hmm. Um. And I say that to say that we have a couple in-house people, but mind you, we are a teaching facility. And I don't think I mentioned that at the beginning. Hmm. So um, our... Our resources that are inside that do the videography, they're most likely, um, you know, on projects that are around our learning and talent management. Wow. So um, to get a full fledged videographer, um, we do have to use external um, resources and and they're ones that we use often. So sure. it's not just picking a new one all the time. There's someone who knows and understands our, our brand and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, I guess switching gears here a little bit and, and you know, when, when I'm out and about and we're, we start talking about, you know, social media and the different platforms, everybody's got, you know, certain platforms that they maybe focus in on, they try to do really well and then kind of ancillaries that they, you know, um, pay attention to. I mean, do you have a specific strategy that you pursue and like, hey, we really want to own XYZ platform and we, so we focus there or, or do you take a more broad approach when, you know, thinking about your distribution?
1: Yeah, so we actually, um, have a few platforms that we own ourselves and then we have um some other platforms that we partner with our communications um Mm. department and so i'll say for an example um linkedin Mm
0: -hmm. linkedin is
1: just one harris health system um you know you're not gonna have two different channels on there facebook and um twitter we do have separate channels so you'll see on facebook it's gonna say harris health jobs Mm -hmm. versus harris health system And, um, you know, a lot of um, other TMC organizations are the same. They have like, you know, so-and-so careers. Um, And so we try to mimic that as well so that we can set some of our platforms apart. And so that, you know, when you follow Harris Health Jobs on Facebook, you're going to see events, you're going to see job campaigns, Mm -hmm. you're going to see maybe even some more um, information about the departments themselves, um, some of the accomplishments and achievements. And so, we do have those, but then we have platforms, again, where it's just one. Yeah. Um, and I know you did mention TikTok, and that's something that we are in the works to um, acquiring, but on a talent level as well, because we want to jump on the TikTok train and, yeah. and get there um, where some of the organizations are, are you know, becoming successful. Which yeah. you wouldn't think that two years ago, if you thought about TikTok and and getting a job.
0: Yeah, I had a conversation with uh, the the team uh, uh, over at BJC, uh, Sean, and and you know they were kind of early into that, and you know uh, have had some other conversations where folks are actually leaning into that pretty heavily. And hey, it makes sense. I mean, it's where the community is digitally, and uh, you know I think if you can find a way to do content well, um, and, and to your point, kind of honor, you know, who Harris, you know, health system is as a, as a, uh, as an organization um, without, you know, putting the company at risk or whatever, uh, I think you can extract some value out of it. Well, what are some things that, um, you know, you look at, or or maybe your leadership team looks at uh, as it relates to, hey, uh, this is really telling us that this strategy that we just deployed is working? Um, you know, is it, is it the base, you know, clicks and applies and hires, that type of thing, or, you know, is there other ways that you measure the effectiveness of, of, you know, your body of work?
1: Yeah. So, um, it, depending on the platform, you do, um, have different analytics that kind of makes sense to what you're looking for and what your goals are. Um, there are some organizations that probably look at one thing versus another for us, we look at trends. Um, you know, social media itself has, um, you know, kind of a downfall when there's world things going on or there's nationwide things going on your job campaigns or whatever, um, content you're pushing out that day, it may not necessarily get the highest engagement. Mm -hmm. So we compare that to, um, the engagement itself and then the trends of what's going on that day. Mm -hmm. Um, and so sometimes we don't, um, necessarily, you know, downplay like what that means for us. We don't look at the engagement rate and we're like, hey, it's not working. We know that maybe it's because unfortunately there was some things going on, you know, around the country that it just kind of, you know, alleviated from us not having a lot of um, engagement or audience Mm. that day. So we look at the engagement we also look at um, how many click-through rates, depending again on the platform. Ooh. If we're posting a job and it has a call to action, we try to see how, where do they stop? Do they go all the way? Do they stop at just the job description? Maybe it's the job title and the job description itself on that particular platform, right? Mm-hmm. So each of them have their own kind of, um, you know, analytics surrounding it that makes sense to again you, your team, your goals, and then what. You know what the purpose of that message was. Sometimes you put a message out there and you don't really need the analytics. You just want to put the awareness out there, right? And sometimes it matters if it's consistency. Mm -hmm. You may again put it on a Monday or Tuesday where something's going on. We'll follow up that Thursday or Saturday. You're probably going to get more engagement that day. And someone didn't see what you posted Monday or Tuesday. So it's you know playing around with it, and then also looking at your platforms where the cues, you know, and the queries are kind of giving you that, um, you know possible engagement, Mm -hmm. you know, so... That's just one small example.
0: So all of this knowledge that you have, are you all self-taught, or you know, is there, um, you know, uh, you know, programs that you've went through, or is there, you know, things that you follow? So I guess what what I'm getting at is, if I'm a recruiter today and I'm like, oh, I I really want to be um, like Angela, I want to I want to get into branding, I want to you know, kind of be on the recruitment marketing side, like where would I go to get that education? Like how would I get to know that? to prepare myself for that type of role?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So this this role itself, um, again, you know, you don't see typically too many people out there, but when you do, they're probably wearing a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. And so um, I take a little piece out of everywhere that I've learned. And I'll, I'll give you one example. Hootsuite is where I got my social media advancement certification. Okay. Um, and and that's just one of them um, sprout social, a lot of these platforms where they're combining like the social media platforms or they are giving you branding, um, you know, and content design and creation, Mm -hmm. they will have webinars or conferences attached to them. And there's opportunities even for certifications. And so it's just a matter of what you want to learn and what you want to bring back to the team. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of it is self research. A lot of it is going out there and asking a lot of questions, Um, You could do a typical Google search, but it's going to only limit you. You know, a lot of the things that we do know is by word of mouth or, you know, meeting people and networking. And so, um, you know, looking up a branding person, it may cover one area and not the other. So um, it's just about what you want to bring back to the table and what you want to learn. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some of it is even going back to recruitment events, you know, um, going to some of these conferences that are designed just for recruiters, but finding someone like myself and maybe meeting somebody else that's in a similar, you know, aspect, you're, you're going to kind of collaborate and, and and you know, fill in those gaps and those missing pieces of maybe what you don't have at your organization or, you know, what the other person doesn't have or does have. So. Yeah. Um, it's constant learning. Um, there are resources out there, but again, it's just about looking, you know, for what you want to learn. Um, you know, one last example, LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. they offer paid classes and, you know, free, you know, webinars and self-helps and those things, you know, will kind of lead you to other resources. They'll say, Hey, go check out this website and you can learn more there. So it's just about, you know, again, that research and, and finding out, you know, what's out there.
0: Just kind of being hungry having a little bit of a plan and, and kind of going out out there, would you suggest that there's a, um, uh, you know, certain skills or attributes that are like a must have for this type of role? Meaning like, um, you know, sometimes people hear branding or they hear marketing and they think that, oh, you know, I've got to be creative, you know, so I've got to be this creative person. Uh, is that true or or what's your take on, you know, what types of attributes would be best for this type of role?
1: I think creativeness it matters. It definitely helps, and I think it's going to get you, you know, and it's going to get you a little further on some areas than others. Mm-hmm. But I think the hungriness matters, and I think also the the knowledge of having um, recruitment background. I think anybody that really wants to put their their job or their organization out there, marketing can really kind of come as you go, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. The main point is knowing what are the trends and knowing what makes sense out there. So I'll mm-hmm. give you an example. When I'm talking to some of my hiring managers or some of my recruitment um, partners, you know, there's some things that they may say. Well, let's put this out there. Let's market this, and it's it's just very, um, it's just very big and broad, and yeah. it, it and I kind of have to like you know, simplify it down and say, hey, if we put this out there like this, I think this is going to make more sense based mm-hmm. off of what I've seen, based off of trends. Um, you know, I, I always go back to social media. I say if you're on social media a lot, depending on what platforms, you're going to see things that are kind of a light. Not necessarily we want to mimic that, but mm-hmm. you kind of want to be relevant. You mm-hmm. want to make sense. You don't I don't want to say you don't want to do anything over the top, but you don't want to do anything too minimal that's going to kind of just get like swiped away like Mm -hmm. no one's going to see it. So thinking, being creative, thinking outside of the box, but also just understanding like what the trends are and what's what's happening out there and Mm -hmm. what makes sense. Um, So being that real subject matter expert for for, you know, the virtual world that really matters, too.
0: Remaining curious and, and uh, you know, kind of uh, um, doing your homework and, and your research. You you'd mentioned something that, that I'm curious about, and, um, and I think you've got a great uh, perspective because you did sit in the recruiter seat. What, what are some things that um, recruiters maybe do or don't do? um, you know, in, in taking full advantage of, um, you know, uh, a a digital based strategy, recruitment, marketing, and branding, you know, what are some things that when you, when you think about, you know, how you partner with recruiters that you're like, man, this is the best case scenario, um, for somebody being in, in, in and these are the things that I struggle with. Could you break that down for us?
1: Yeah. So I, I always encourage our recruiters to be our brand ambassadors. You know, mm-hmm. I always say there's only so much that our platforms can do and our channels can do. If you want to, um, you know, reach far beyond the organic audience that we have, you know, it, it's up to you all as, as a team to share what we're putting out there on your channels um mm. to encourage your hiring managers your you know candidates that you just onboarded you know having um that kind of domino effect saying hey share our stuff even though you've gotten through the door even though you we've filled your position constantly mm. share what what's out there because you know in a sense it takes a village to have all of that mm. messaging out there right so you're not so, asking
0: them to like create net new content necessarily no. you're just saying like hey we've created it, you help us get this distributed.
1: Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and they're having the conversations more. So if they're talking to more nurses or they're talking to more phlebotomists, Hey, where are those nurses coming from? Where are mm-hmm. those phlebotomists coming from? Send this, you know, information out to that, that network, you know, maybe there's a, an association or a platform that we're not necessarily touching, but you know, mm-hmm. so it's up to you, you know, to help me help you out. So then we can together, Um, you know, put that messaging out there. And so that's one, you know, positive aspect. You know, I always say being your best brand ambassador, um, you know, that helps out the organization. But then, you know, where the downfall is, is that sourcing isn't a thing anymore. And that's because we're so reliant on some of these platforms that we forget that you do have to do that hard research. You do Mm -hmm. have to do some of that um, extra networking or I don't like the word cold calling, but, you know, doing some some calls and making some conversations happen because again, you know, you can do a quick Google search and that's only going to get you so far. So um, I think we, you know, over the years have lost that touch of sourcing Mm -hmm. and really going out there and like finding out where things are. Um, And so, you know, that's, that's kind of one of those things that in my role, I'm like, Hey, we can do this, but I encourage you to maybe go do that because I think this will help you because in yeah. my role, I'm still doing that. Right. Yeah. So it's not, it doesn't really research and, and sourcing doesn't really ever stop in anybody's role. Yeah. If we're to be honest.
0: Yeah, totally. I, I love that. And you have some executive search background. So like you, you actually have seen it on the other side, right. You know, where, Hey, this is kind of for money. This is for commission. This is for my paycheck. And so uh, those, yeah. that sourcing, those calls, those personal touches that, that. Tap in the network um, still works uh, is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does.
0: That's good. Join hundreds of your healthcare TA peers and enjoy the benefits of a NACR membership today. Free educational webinars, access to our listserv and discounts to your CHCR certification. All of this and much, much more for as low as $80 per person annually. Learn more at NACR.com. That's N-A-H-C-R.com. All right, so we're at about a half hour here, so um, covered uh, you know a, a lot of ground. Um, I guess one of the things that that I was interested in hearing your take on, uh, and it's something that I've struggled in in all of my roles, um, is the job description versus the job posting, um, mm-hmm. and and you know really writing or developing um, a, uh, a posting that works, you know, uh, you know, kind of out, uh, on the, uh, interwebs, uh, if you will. And, and I've always struggled with this idea. And I, b- I believe this is that not all recruiters are writers, you know? And so not, not every, like there's some great recruiters out there that just, they're not writers. They're like, Hey, I'm not, a, I'm not a writer. Um, so, so do you have any point of view on that or tips or tricks when, when you're thinking about, Getting the base foundation um, tight, you know, getting the job descriptions tight, getting then the postings tight. Is there anything that you you like to think about or do, or is there any you know tips for the community here?
1: Yeah, so we actually just um, kind of revamped a lot of our job descriptions, and we did a sort of small um, light training for our our newest recruiters, mm-hmm. and I think. That it's something that's going to be ongoing for us, especially as a system and and having as many requisitions as we've had and and that we do have. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, first and foremost, the job title, especially for someone in a recruitment marketing position like myself. And Mm -hmm. I'm posting these, you know, roles for you out on job boards or out on social media. The title, um, you know, a lot of, you know, and I'll speak for us. I really don't want to speak for everybody else, but a lot of recruiters and and positions and hiring managers, they're, they're putting everything on the title Mm -hmm. nights, weekends, and, you know, second shift. And some of that can get lost, especially if you're doing like Google ads, or you're doing some of these sponsored ads out there that they're only capturing like the first, you know, 30 words or or 30, you know, letters. Mm -hmm. And so that matters. Um, I think when we shortened it out and we put what was for, first and foremost important, um, you know, that made more sense. So if it was a nurse and it was oncology, we're going to put oncology and we're going to put LBJ or we're going to mm-hmm. put BT for Ben Top. So that way, you know where this is at, what department and what the role is, right? Mm-hmm. Just simple, simple. And then everything else elaborate in the job description, um, you know, instead of just putting like that minimum requirements, having a bachelor's put in there, like the real story of this role, like you know, I know about Harris Health System, but I really want to know about this department, about this role. Mm-hmm. You know, where am I gonna be at? How's mm-hmm. the how's the the desk to, to chair ratio? Am I gonna be standing up a lot? Am I gonna be in, you know, and that matters. And so we've been slowly but surely building out what a day in a life in that position and that role is like in our mm-hmm. job descriptions instead of just the basic requirements and the needs. Because at the end of the day, yes, we need you, but I'm sorry you know, it's, it's, it's a friendship, you know, oh, yeah. relationship thing. Yeah. So like, what am I getting out of this? And if I'm going to work for Harris health system, right, you guys need me, but I need you too. So what, what do I get from it? Yeah. So um, really putting that information out there, really elaborating what that role is and what that department is. That's really set us apart. But then again, like I said, shortening out those job titles that really matters and not just for your own um, internal application system, but just for all the job boards and things that are out there so that they can really capture what that role is. Yeah. Um, and so again, it's ongoing. I don't, you know, I can't speak for again other systems, but for ours, a lot of it's very manual. We can't just like swipe it all and like redo it all in one day. So it's kind of like per department, per yeah. job code, and things like that. So
0: yeah, yeah, and I think just um, you know, and and this is easier said than done when you've got. You know whatever tens of 20s of jobs coming at you each week but if you can pause for a second and to your point you know think about that um you know that job description turning into this you know posting that can stand alone and can articulate to your to your well said point right what's it like to work here in this department not harris but this department for this manager and you know, you know, do your best. And I, I've started recently here because I, you know, I write, but I'm not the greatest writer. But you know, there's there's good tools out there. You know, Grammarly, for for example, is a good tool to kind of help you, you know, navigate, you know, just some some of the basics. And then you know, having a little buddy, you know, having somebody to say, hey, listen, I just wrote this. Can can you, you know, can you you know kind of take a look at this? Those are kind of old school tactics. And I also know that there is technology out there that that Helps with that type of thing. Um, not necessarily something that uh, you know that, that we use, but uh, you know here at Trinity. But um, so I, I guess uh, transitioning here, just a touch, and we'll do a couple closing questions, and I'll get you on your way here today. Um, on the technology front, is, is there anything you know, kind of on this, you know, team of one that you know that you use or you, you're really. Um, uh, excited about uh, that helps you get your job done day in and day out, you know, like, hey, this is really valuable to me, this this particular tool in my toolkit.
1: Yeah, so my main platform that I'm using every day is Sprout Social, mm. and um, it's it's pretty popular and familiar out mm. there. Um, it, it combines all of the platforms together. Um, I think it's, over the years, it's expanded and it's offering, um, you know, similar to LinkedIn, some mm-hmm. self-help, some little webinars, Um, And, you know, the team behind them, they're really spot on and very supportive. So Mm -hmm. even in my role, if there's, you know, I don't have a lot of people to kind of go to and say, hey, do you know about this or do you know about that? Um, the Sprout social team that I work with, um, they're very knowledgeable. They're there to help me. Um, You know, I'm not paying them to Mm. teach me these things. They're just naturally doing it because they know that it's going to help you grow on the platform and and really understand it better. Um, But I think, you know, going back to what I mentioned earlier, the trends. And Mm. so, you know, things last week may not be the same this week. You know, Mm -hmm. what we know was working for us trends wise, it may not work this week. And so having this platform really kind of keep you engaged, keep you understanding, um, you know, what the trends are, but then also just like formatting it for you. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, if you're not a very organized person or, you know, you have trouble with your grammar, there are things on there that will help you with that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, over the years I've had to become a better writer and I've needed help like that too. So this is a platform that has really, really helped grow my role. Um, and I'm still learning from it, you know, all the new services and the new products that they're bringing on. Um, it's helping me out as well. Mm -hmm. And then just to kind of close that part out, um, we, you know, we have an imp- approval system. So if you're okay. in an organization where you have to have two different hats, look over your work, this is a great platform because I don't need to email you my stuff. You can just go in there, review it. If you have comments, you know, anything you want to say, it's there. Um, and that's one of the greatest tools as well is because, um, you know, it's, it's a quick kind of approval system and, mm-hmm. and feedback as well. That's instead awesome. Instead of the old school way.
0: <laughs> Pretty, the, the, so like when, when you're saying like, Hey, To understand the trends, I'm assuming what you're saying is that you know Sprouts doing a great job of giving you some data, some analytics to kind of show you some of the performance of some of the stuff that 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 you're working on.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And if you follow them on their own platforms, Mm -hmm. meaning um, you know, like on Twitter or something like that, they will give you examples of what other organizations are doing. Not necessarily healthcare, but they'll kind of put like a Starbucks ad or like a, Mm -hmm. a at regular coffee shop and they'll show you like what they're doing Mm. and it gives you kind of it makes your wheels turn like okay i could capture a story like that and do the same thing in my own way and so they're kind of giving you like branding and content like creations or you know suggestions that you may not even think about so yeah
0: that's good yeah that that, that's a helpful kind of Prod to kind of move you, you know, move you along. So you talked a little bit about TikTok. So we, you know, we we kind of know what what future looking, you know, is an idea for you. Is there anything else that kind of like, hey, in in twenty twenty three, which is just a couple weeks away or whatever? These are some of the things trend wise that I'm excited about. Or is it video? Is it TikTok? Is that where your focus is?
1: Yes, yeah, so TikTok is in our goal for 2023. Mm. Um, we have not built out a huge outline for it, but just off the top of my head and some of the conversations we've had, um, you know, there's a lot of get ready with me if you're a nurse, um, you know, behind the walls, you know, in, in the surgery rooms, like just things like that that you would not typically see mm-hmm. um, on our social media platforms or on our career site, right? Right. Um, even pictures won't do justice. So a nice behind the scenes on some of those areas we've talked about, um, and then, you know, really getting into the trenches of like some of our trauma centers Mm -hmm. and really telling some of those stories behind some of the things that we've seen and we've taken care of, um, to really get a perspective out there of what we do and what we see. Mm -hmm. Um, and so TikTok's on the radar and of course more video, um, content out there, Um, we've already started this past year doing a lot of nursing video content, and that really helped us during the nursing shortage, um, Mm -hmm. the last two years for COVID. Mm -hmm. So, um, doing more of those videos, but surrounding, um, some of the areas that we didn't get to touch on last year as well. Mm -hmm. Are you doing more
0: like authentic, like, which is kind of the TikTok flavor? Are you doing more kind of production level video or is it a mixture of both?
1: It's a little mixture of both, but definitely more on the authentic side. We're showing, you know, real nurses that have real stories, um, you know, real faces, tattoos, Mm -hmm. like people that you see are like, you're like, hey, that's me. Mm -hmm. And you see them on video, you see them working in a healthcare environment. And so we want to be able to tell those real stories and not just some of the the fake smiles and the fake scripts that Mm -hmm. you see out there and really just being very authentic.
0: That's awesome. All right, last question. So, you know, you, you choose to be in healthcare, right? Um, you, you've um, been doing it for what, seven years uh, or, or so now. And and so why why healthcare for you? Like why, why do you choose to stay in healthcare?
1: Healthcare has evolved. I will say coming from oil and gas seven years ago, I thought oil and gas was where it was gonna be at until mm-hmm. I got into healthcare and, you know, I, I really say this to say that I didn't understand the the vision and the mission of Harris Health System, and and I say that because this is the only healthcare organization I've worked for, so I can only speak to that. But mm-hmm. having that true mission and that true passion behind what they do and what we do, um, it really um, it. it inspires you to do even better as a person mm-hmm. you know you do so much good at work that you can't help but to go home and go in your communities and want to do even more better mm-hmm. um it, it inspires you to just reach beyond where you're getting paid if i were to say
0: yeah i liked how you repositioned me here earlier with uh you know hey um, competitors, maybe, but but friends. Um, and, and so I, I thought that was a, a beautiful way to kind of look at the healthcare ecosystem, uh, you know, as a whole, and obviously the very important role that, that you play in it for for the ecosystem and for for Harris uh, Health System. And so, Angela, it's been great having you on the the show here today. If somebody wants to engage with you or or learn more about you know Harris Health System or learn more about um, how to become a, a branding and engagement specialist, how, how might they uh, find you?
1: So you can follow me on LinkedIn, Angela Ramos. I currently have about 12,000 followers. I love nice. um, being an ambassador on there and just teaching, but also um, follow us on Harris Health System at on LinkedIn, at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, I would love to network with anybody.
0: Cool. Angela, thanks for coming on the show today. We'll chat thank soon. Yep, already. Bye now. All right, we want to thank you for listening to TA in the Trenches. We are produced by Iron Mike and his team at Ironbound Media. Keep up the great work, team. Please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and check out all of our episodes at knacker.com. That's N-A-H-C-R.com. You also can find me out on LinkedIn where you'll find quick show riffs. Feel free to ping me. I always respond. Bye for now.